0: You are now entering the Mind Body Musings podcast. altering discussions on freedom vulnerability abundance and so much more for more insight grab your free gift on MattyMoon.com and uncover your own once in a lifetime greatness within if you have kind words to say feel free to leave a review on the show in itunes or send your favorite episode to a friend we look forward to hearing your insights and growing together in unexpected ways and now without further ado here's your host maddie moon
1: Hello Musingers and welcome to episode 183 of the Mind Body Musings podcast with your host Madeline Victoria Moon and today I'm here by myself to speak with you about the topic of hustle and reframing that story to a mindset of focus and putting away your busy badge. Yes, you are absolutely allowed to say that you're busy and not have any shame around that but internally i find that some really magic things happen when you are on the pursuit of a new journey or a new venture or new passion and you let go of the idea that it has to be a hustle so that's what i'm feeling called to talk about today especially since I'm working with so many women who are creating online businesses and there's, oh, I got to have a logo and a website and this and that. And then also I have to keep up with my dating life and practicing guitar and then going to work out and then blah, blah, blah. And so many different things and living in this day and age of technology and of just everyone going after so many different pursuits and ventures and having success. And you get on Facebook and you see this person made their first six figure program and then this person has this new business up and running and this person just got five new clients and it can be very very overwhelming and you can find yourself getting caught into this mindset of oh my goodness am I not doing enough am I not gonna be there where they are how are they there I've heard many times people look at my business and say oh man you've made it you have so made it how do I make it you guys, I do the same thing when I look at other people's businesses, but not only that, what y'all didn't see was the the tremendous amount of work that has gone on behind the scenes for the past six years of being mentored and writing and having criticism and not being seen and the struggle and the frustration. And the one of the best things that I really learned was that I want to do this business not to make it, but to enjoy it and when i made this shift from i gotta make it i gotta make it i gotta be famous i gotta be known i gotta make all this money blah 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 to i'm doing this for the long haul i'm doing this because it's fun and every day i want to experience creativity as i help people when i made that mindset shift i also made the mindset shift of going from hustle because whenever you're dying to make it yeah you're gonna want to hustle 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 but whenever i started focusing on the 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 real heart of my business which is to to enjoy my life let's be honest here i want to help people and i want to inspire people but i also want to enjoy everything that i'm doing having my own online business has been a really wonderful experience because I get to travel, I can just work from my computer or my phone, and I I really, I don't have to be there for anyone necessarily, like no boss, no employees. It's just me, myself, and I, and all of you guys listening. So when I really got close to my why, why am I doing this? I'm doing this so that I can work and travel at the same time. I'm doing this to serve people, to help people, to enjoy myself, to have fun the hustle wasn't so present anymore. And yes, it comes up and it wants to bite me every now and then. I, get, I, get, I listen to a, a marketing podcast and I hear about all these marketing strategies and getting leads and new clients and then delivering content that really speaks to every single person that visits your website and all these different tactics, I can get super overwhelmed. And then I think, oh my gosh, I'm so old school. I don't have all these different marketing tactics and tools to grab people. I just slow down with people and coach them and enjoy coaching them and work with them. And and that's my that's my go to method is just speaking on this podcast. If y'all want to visit my website and read my blogs, cool. And I would love to see more of y'all and create connections, but I'm not a marketing whiz. And I've realized in my business, maybe I will someday become much more prone to marketing. But at this point in my life, I've let go of the hustle of keeping up with all of that. And I've done what really brings me joy, which is to speak on my podcast, host retreats, coach, write, blog, write for other websites, make connections with awesome entrepreneurs in my field. I really enjoy all of that. And one day I might really enjoy the, the aspect of, of marketing and funnels and affiliate stuff and all that, but for now I know where I am and it's allowed me to create more focus and let go of the hustle. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Before I I get even more into that, a couple fun things to share. Don't skip this. I know sometimes you guys skip the intros maybe. I I don't know actually, but I do that sometimes on podcasts. So don't skip this because I want to share that um, in case you have not noticed yet, as of right now at least, iTunes has all of my episodes, not just the most recent 50, all of them, all the way back to episode number one. So if you want to listen to all of the old episodes and you've been feeling held back from doing that because you have to pull up my website and open the browser and listen to it there. Well, now you can do it on iTunes. Now the reason why I have had, I've not had the all of the episodes there available on iTunes up till now is because when I have done that in the past, it has created issues with publishing new episodes. It basically got blocked up so I couldn't continue to post new episodes because I still had so many available on there. So I went down to only showing 50 on iTunes and this is not important. Y'all don't care. All you need to know is that it's there now. You can go and listen to all of them. I'll have to see and, and do trial and error to see if my new post, my new episodes will still publish Uh, easily if there's any problems I might have to change that but for now go enjoy go listen to all those old episodes listen to me not really feeling very confident as a podcaster and see the difference between then and now and what else do I want to share oh yes tomorrow I will be going live in my Facebook group the mind body musings podcast tribe group so if you want to be a part of that and watch me live and ask questions or watch the replay, then you can go to the link in the show notes for this episode, which will be uh, Facebook groups, mind body musings podcast drive. You can also just search that in Facebook. And I want to lastly share that I am still a beauty counter fan. So if you are interested in safer skincare, Beauty Counter is free of 1,400 different chemicals and parabens and their mission is really just to make sure that our our daily skincare, our face wash, our makeup, our eyeshadow, our lipstick is all free of those chemicals because we are putting those on the largest organ on our body. So if you're interested in more about that, of joining my team or just shopping around on Beauty Counter, beautycounter.com slash Madeline Moon is my site. You're also more than welcome to email me if you have questions about what that would look like to join the team. I know many people really want to have their own business and be able to work from their computer and travel where they want, but they don't want to have a website and a podcast and all that. So Beauty Counter is still another really beautiful way if you want to progress in building your own business but you don't want to have the pressure of having your own message and be out there in the public eye but you still want to feel what it's like to have that financial freedom beauty counter might be a really great idea for you so feel free to email me using the contact form on my website and I can share a little bit with you on how that may look to join my teams all right so uh I don't know if y'all follow me on Instagram, but I recently broke my pinky toe and it was pretty traumatic on my toe. I ran into my coffee table, of course, of all things, nothing cool at all, but I ran into my coffee table and I ended up breaking my pinky toe and um, going from Doing uh, like Pilates and acro yoga and biking and yoga and rock climbing and all that every single day to not being able to do anything was really a challenge for me. It was a test, and at the time, all I had was a very long stream of cuss words to throw at this experience, but. The more I it just kind of dropped into this past week of wearing this boot and having to tape buddy tape my toes together and limp and walk around like that and walk my dog and Receive help from people who wanted to help me with these things. It was really quite an experience. I I I learned how I learned why why it happened because I was going so so fast. I was really really hustling, and it wasn't so much hustling in my business though. There have been has been a lot of that as well, but that's been more balanced. But my my movement was a really intense hustle. I was sometimes doing three different things in a day. And that meant like three different showers and and constantly eating and just packing in a lot in a day. And I was ending the days feeling very exhausted. So I think this toe was a lesson for me as I was going to close the the blinds with so much force. I hit my toe, broke it, and (laughs) was forced to slow down. But really was forced. And so for the past like eight days, I haven't been able to do any kinds of movement so it's just been sitting at my computer and working which has been really nice and it's it's allowed me to be in my body and in a slower way and, and and get back in touch with the importance of rest and relaxation and filling up your day with with things that really nourish you that don't always have to be the same thing that you think are the things that always nourish you. So for some of you, it might be the total opposite story. I know I have a lot of people who are recovering from exercise addiction and disordered eating on this podcast. So disregard everything I'm saying about movement lovely, love all the movement. I do because I have worked through years and years of overcoming exercise addiction. And so when I do movement, it's purely from a place of Joy and and these days, it's been a method of me to move intense emotions out of my body, kind of like what we talked about on the podcast with Nadia Munna. It's a, I don't do dance, but I do move a lot of emotions from my coaching, from the business, from the emails I get, from my personal life, I move a lot of that through and out of my body through movement, And it's a very nourishing practice for me. But at the same time, there are other ways you can do that. So if you're someone who's needing to take a break from movement, because to you it's still exercise, then there are so many beautiful ways to be able to move things through your body without having to do any kind of physical exertion. And I got back in touch with that this week as well, which includes playing my guitar, and well, learning guitar, so I should say, and reading, lots of reading, and going to coffee shops again, and working, and meeting friends at coffee shops to work, and. Being able to just tap in, so I'm bringing this up because it goes hand in hand with this idea of leaving the state of hustle and moving more towards focus and learning how to focus maybe even on one thing at a time. Maybe it can be one thing in, in each category of your life that you're wanting to build up or it could just be one thing period, one thing. And. I want to get into this a little bit deeper, but I wanted to give this example of how it's very present in my life right now. And of course, <laughs> don't know what's happening with my body. I don't know what it's trying to tell me, but I also did this five hour yoga workshop yesterday because my toe is now getting to the point of being uh, pretty much healed. It's interesting how pinky toes heal. It's a lot faster than I thought it would be as long as it's buddy taped. But I was doing a whole bunch of acro yoga, but before the workshop, I went to go put down my backpack and I pulled something in my back. It's like I do all these flips and I'm upside down and I'm doing handstands and blah blah blah, none of that affects me. But the minute I go to close my blinds, I break my toe on a coffee table, and then when I go to put my backpack down on the ground, I pull something in my back. So I think the universe is not done yet teaching me how to slow down. I am listening, I am receiving, and I'm also learning how to be so grateful for my body when it is in good health and it is feeling good. Super grateful for all those times. So sending love to my back and sending love to my toe and sending love to any future part of my body that may give out, as I learn again how to slow down and focus on what's important and allow room in our lives for that to change. Sometimes I notice in my life when I start to date someone new, my business ideas might start to kind of take a break. I might have a little bit more focus on nurturing this new relationship. Maybe it's a friendship. Maybe it's someone I'm dating. Maybe it's just someone I'm reconnecting with. And and that's okay to some extent, but I also want to make sure that I never abandon my individual pursuits because I'm focusing so much on another person. So I allow that to come in waves. Sometimes I do let go a little bit of my individual, um, focuses, whether that be my daily practices because I'm making more room for hanging out with friends during the morning when I would be meditating and I can swap those things cause am allowing my life to be fluid. So I'm not going to be so rigid, which is a very wounded masculine word. Instead, I will have boundaries. So I allow myself to have wiggle room in my focuses. That's very important. I remain connected to what my focuses are, but I am not attached to my focuses. So let's say, let's look at my life currently. I've got um, my Vedic meditation practice that I do 20 minutes a day twice a day, so that's 40 minutes total. I am in a book club that we meet every week, so I've got this weekly book club meeting, but also the book that I have to read. Um, I'm learning guitar, so I'm practicing guitar and reading my other book that I'm just enjoying, and also keeping up with my Facebook and Instagram and podcasting and interviewing people and being interviewed and coaching all the time. It's a lot of stuff. So I have to learn how to focus even whenever I have a whole bunch of things going on. So if someone new is entering my life, maybe a friendship or maybe it's a holiday. So I have more holiday parties. And when I say I am actually talking about you guys as well. So please know this is not exclusive to me. This is about all of us. I'm just using me as an example because I am talking to myself essentially right now. Um, So if if it is a different season of life or I have new people entering my life or I have an injury, whatever it may be, I am allowed and my goal is to stay connected to my my um, focuses, stay very connected. I'm remembering that I want to do guitar and meditation and read this book, blah, blah, blah. But I also allow myself to have wiggle room. I'm not going to be putting myself down, feeling like I'm a failure if I'm not sticking to all these things personal per- perfectly. Yesterday I did one meditation. This morning I haven't even done one because I had something to do at 7 a.m. and I needed to, to be up and ready and get the dog out and get the dog fed and do my face and do my hair, blah blah, 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 blah. So it's okay. That's totally fine. It doesn't mean I'm no longer focused. I'm still focused, very present. As long as you have presence you are focused. Presence is a very, mm, I love presence. Presence is a very masculine quality that I invite and encourage all of you to be able to send attention to, <laughs> give presence to your presence. <laughs> but it's, it's a very beautifully masculine quality because it's it's the it's the holding of space and being the space holder even if it's for yourself but especially if it's for others or for a project is being able to create this presence even if you know that you're not doing all of the practices that you think you should be doing in order to be the best human being possible be present and you're not doing all of these things be present in whatever it is that you are doing so if you decide to swap out your meditation for watching uh, Ozark on Netflix, do it. Go for it. Be present with it, though. Don't do it to numb out and to distract yourself and to do it because you're in a a spiral of some sort, but do it because you're nourishing yourself in in a way that includes entertainment, and that's beautiful. And I highly encourage that because we all need this time to just let our brains relax and just flow and so I wanted to get that really clear and really upfront as we talk about focus rather than hustle that there's no right or wrong there's no black or white I just highly encourage you in whatever you're doing even if it's not what you're trying to focus on and cultivate in your life that you do it with presence and you do it with self-compassion and self-love this journey of creating anything in your life is not going to be linear whether it's a relationship or it's a habit or it's your your food or your movements, your sleep, it's not going to be linear where you're forever moving up in the world. You're gonna be going up and down and up and down and up and down and round and backwards and forwards and doing the cha-cha and that's okay. The cha-cha is life. Allow yourself to engage in the cha-cha because when you're cha-chaing, you're dancing and you're experiencing and you're moving through things physically emotionally spiritually and everything that happens in your life can be a teacher whether it's a broken toe on a coffee table when you're going to close the blinds or it's a broken heart or it's a, um, a program you're creating or a book you're writing there's so many different things to experience in the cha-cha so when it comes to focusing rather than hustling, one of the biggest things I can tell you right up front is to slow down. When I think of hustle, I think of frenzy, fast pace, just blah blah blah, blah, blah like crazy. But then when I think of focus, I think of serene. I think of feeling self-assured, like very, very self-assured, self-aware, uh, calm, and your actions don't always have to represent what that focus is because like I was saying earlier, you can have presence and still be creating whatever it is in your life. Even if you're not actively doing that one practice that you feel is going to help you get there. So here are a few ways to stay connected to the focus in your life. Number one is to know your end goal feeling and result so know your end goal feeling too often i love talking about relationships so we'll look at this too often if let's say you're really focused on creating this relationship that you you've had in your mind for forever but you're focusing a lot on the person rather than how you want to feel with the person i i don't i've talked about this quite a few times i don't know if i've talked about it on this podcast necessarily but when you are with someone when you're dating someone what keeps you there dating this particular person is how you feel you show up in the relationship so for example if you're going out on a date with someone and they are not super funny you don't really you don't really break it off with them because they're not funny. Normally, it's because their lack of humor makes you not take risks to be funny. Makes you not feel loose. So it's, not, it's just the version of you you're not really a big fan of. So when you're dating, what you're really doing is dating different versions of yourself because other people are bringing out different versions of you. Yes, of course, you're dating the other person. That goes without saying. But when you end things, sometimes it's about what the person's actions are of course if someone's rude then it's it's definitely them but there's also an element of who you are with this person so if there's a great guy and you're just not if he's wonderful on paper but he lacks humor and he doesn't hold that masculine presence so what that brings out in you is this sense of maybe Mm, not feeling very emotionally safe or maybe even physically safe and you don't feel loosey-goosey and laughter and funny and and you like the version of you that feels super emotionally safe because then you feel very um, expressive and goofy and you like that light-hearted version of you because life is really serious so yes you are looking for a person who is funny but you're probably more looking for a person that allows space for you to be funny and you to relax. So when you break off something with someone, you're choosing you. You're continuously saying, I respect and love myself so much that I'm gonna wait for the person that makes me the version of me that I love. And I, I've and sometimes this can be tricky because you might be with someone who brings out a version of you that you absolutely adore and love, but it's not healthy because you feel that way, you feel super safe with someone who's actually pretty toxic. And knowing that you're an anxious person and you're with an avoidant, it's like a scenario you're really used to and so that makes you feel safer even though it's the most unsafe scenario you can be in. Maybe we can go over this at another podcast another time, but let's pretend like we're not going there right now with the toxic relationship and dynamic, but let's just say that you're with someone that provides security and you feel very secure and a a version of you comes out that you really love and this person makes you want to be a better person. You know, you've heard that time old or age old uh, phrase, you make me want to be a better person. What that really means is that you're showing a version of me I love and I want to see more of, so let's continue to date. So, What I encourage is the same with goals. Know the feeling you want. Know the version of you that you want. Instead of saying, okay, I want to have this first uh, book that I write bring in this much amount of money by this date. That's a really nice, clear goal. But I would encourage you first and foremost to focus on the end goal feeling. By the time this book is done on this date, I want to feel so, so complete in the process and here's all the things I can I know I need to do to feel complete and writing those down or when I'm dating someone I want to feel like my ability to relax and go with the flow is is there I want to feel very safe with this person so that I can take these um emotional risks and be vulnerable So know the feeling you want. I want to feel laughter. I want to feel funny. I want to feel happy. I want to feel this and that. I want to feel joyful. I want to be able to have, be able to slow down with this person. I want to feel magical and in love. But what's also the end results and the feeling and the results. You're allowed to have these concrete goals, of course. I want to have a logo done by Monday. And I want to feel like this logo represents my wonderlust, right? So both of those. So the first thing I mentioned of ways to stay focused is know your end goal feeling and your end goal result, the tangible result you want to see, something down on paper, something in your body. Then know your metrics. How are you measuring this progress? How do you know when you feel joyful in a relationship? What does that feel like? so go even deeper how do you know when your logo is the logo that you really wanted what is that feeling is it the feeling that you just want to keep opening your browser and look at it over and over and over and over and over again what is your metric how do you know when you're succeeding in this game called life and the next one goes along with this stay connected to your why why are you doing this so if you want to learn a way to measure what it is that you're creating in your life you want to know based on how connected you feel with your why so if your metric is well let's say if your end result is to write a book and the metric is how fulfilled each chapter feels to you at the end of the month when you're working on one chapter a month your why is because you want to impact people and you know when you feel impacted when you're writing you're impacting people So it's going deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. Staying connected to your why is crucial. I recently wrote a post called um, Keep Going or Let Go How to Know. And I talk about this. I talk about the two examples in my life where I just kept going, kept going, kept going. And that example was me building this business. I, I just didn't give up, never gave up, never will give up. But I was be- it's because I was so connected to my why. I knew I wanted to be my own boss and I knew I wanted to impact people. And I knew that what I wanted to do was not a job I could just go get. That why was so profoundly impactful in my life that it kept me going. And my metrics were not necessarily how many people are on my list. That's how I know when I'm happy, how many people are on my email list, how many people follow me on Instagram. My metrics were, how do I feel in this business? Is it bringing me joy or is it bringing me down? And my end goal feeling was feel joyful in this business every single day, no matter how many people are following me or unsubscribing or criticizing me or praising me, still feel really connected to this why, feel joyful, feel expansive that's been one of my main words of this year is expansive just feel like I can just expand forever and ever and I'm infinite no matter how much I give in this business I don't feel like anything is ever being taken from me and the end result is to have a thriving business is it is to make money and it is to be able to travel and and not say no to going on adventures because of money and be able to have a savings and have a home I love and support myself. So there's a lot that goes into this, but the deepest root of all of this was to, to be connected to your why. So when you're hustling and you're hustle bustle here and there, frenzy, blah, blah, blah. I don't feel that when I'm doing that, I'm deeply connected to my why. I feel like I'm really scattered all over the place, being motivated by many different results that I desire and I don't have a really clear metric system. Like I wanna have all these people on Instagram, but I also have wanna have all these people on Pinterest and I really want people to get on my Facebook lives and blah 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 blah. So you need to do all these different things. Sure, I might do all those different things, but it's not a hustle. It's more of a focus. Okay, today's Tuesday. I know Tuesday I'm gonna work a lot on uh, this particular aspect of my social media because social media serves me and helps me to stay connected to my why because it helps me spread my message and serve people more deeply and powerfully. But I also remain connected instead of attached. So if something comes up and I can't do that, that's fine because I'm just focused on my end goal and I'm not, my goal isn't to be as busy as possible. That's exhausting and that leaves me at 50% Maddie instead of 100% Maddie for those people in my life that really matter. So if I want to show up for myself, and my self-care and my dog and my family and my friends, then I want to be as focused on my business and my goals for the month or for the year as possible rather than hustling. Because when I'm hustling, I'm spread very thin like Bilbo Baggins says, I am um, butter spread over too much bread. (laughs) That's how I feel whenever I'm hustling. I'm just a little bit of butter over way too much bread. And I'm stretched thin. One of my favorite quotes by Mr. Bilbo Baggins, and I'd rather be a whole heaping delicious pile of butter on one single piece of bread, covering all of it, and feeling very marinated in my in my dreams, and in my goals, and in my mission. Okay, enough with the metaphors, but. That is really a part of this whole focus, is being able to let go of what no longer applies to that greater mission. And I'm bringing a lot of examples here up, such as dating and business, but this can go in many different things. Let's say you also want to learn how to play guitar, like I'm learning. Learn how to focus instead of hustle. Don't try to fit it in three times a day. Just pick like three times a week that you know is your your practice time and you're going to sit down and you're going to put away your phone and you're going to turn off distractions and you're going to light a candle to set the mood and just create some romance (laughs) with your guitar and you're going to focus if your mission is to create a healthy routine with your food and your movement then you don't go sign up for a million different classes and you stock your pantry with all the health foods you can possibly think of You simplify. So you think of what are five foods you really love and and get those. And then you think, what's some sort of movement that you can start putting into your week twice a week, three times a week? And that's it. Start there and stay really focused and dedicated to that mission. Yet if you go out and you have something that's not included in The food you were trying to eat, cool. That's awesome. You're learning how to balance your your mission with your real life and you're learning how to integrate it. It's not separate. It's not oil and water. You want to be able to mix them together. You want to mix your your single life and all the things you love to do when you're single, when you're dating someone. That's a profound realization if you've never thought about that, slow down and listen to what I'm saying. You want to learn, whether it's dating or any other thing in life, how to combine what you love with this mission. So if you wanna build a business, but you're like, oh, how do I build a business when I already have all these other things going on? Then you're not going about it the right way already. You wanna think you do not have to Leave everything you know to to take this on. You can absorb the two. You can create a bigger, better life that you love by just focusing. Don't hustle. Don't burn yourself out. I know a lot of times when I start um, getting really dedicated to my movement or working on a new skill and then I'm dating someone, I'm thinking, oh man, how do I stay connected to these goals I have with myself and date? Oh man, I guess I have to let go of these like, nutrition goals or this goal or my guitar goal, because now I got this other person that's filling up my life and it's going to have to trade the time and I can't do this anymore. No, you can combine the two. And so if you struggle with with seeing how it's possible to have a big focus on something in your life and also have the rest of your life go on, I encourage you to journal about it and then do some vision boarding. Do a vision board project where you think about all the things you want to see come together in your life to create one epic life that you want to see happen and put images and words and phrases all on this vision board, just a piece of paper or a poster board, or you can even do it on Canva. That's where I do my vision boarding just grabbing pictures and putting them on this to see and visualize what it would look like to have your dream relationship combined with this business you're building on the side, combined with your movement that you love, combined with your desire to travel right or whatever it may be with for you if you want to see yourself be the best chair maker in the world but you also want to only drink spring water and you want to live out in canada even though right now you live in nebraska and you want to have a yorkie like you want to have a relationship with the partner of your dreams create some sort of vision board to see all of this stuff come together that's uniquely you And you don't have to hustle to create it, mind you. It's not about going after all these different little pieces a million times a day and going crazy. It's about focusing on this big picture and the feelings you want to have. And if it helps you to break down and have one thing at a time you work on, yes, Rome was not built in a day. That's what I encourage you to do. So I write monthly goals every single month, the first, the first of the month or, or maybe towards the end of the prior month. I write all, all my goals down and I keep them very actionable. I like to break them down so that they are in bite-sized pieces and this helps me to focus. I don't try to do all of them December 1st. I spread them out and I also use my intuition to know what I want to focus on. I do not try to accomplish everything. Keep that in mind. These are goals that I'm connected to but not attached to. And in order to use my focus, I want to work smarter. So that's another thing I wanna mention. If you're moving more towards focus rather than hustle, work smarter, not harder. How can you avoid distractions for a short period of time rather than doing multiple things all at once for long periods of time? We all have been there where we're like, all right, I'm going to write this epic diary entry. And then you've got Facebook up and you have a Mac. So your iMessages are coming through, too. And then you remember, oh, my gosh, I need to make sure I check my bank statements. And then you open that. How can you create some space where you get all of that stuff done out of the way or you set aside a time to do all of that other stuff? Protect yourself. This is what a boundary is. If you want to work smarter, it requires boundaries. It requires turning off your iMessage, putting away your phone, not not let not going to Instagram for a straight hour, knowing all of that will be there when you return. It will all be there. One of the number one symptoms of perfectionism is procrastination because you're so overwhelmed with the idea of doing something that you search for all these little distractions and then you never end up doing it. And I'll tell you, I'll be honest, this podcast is a great example. Episode 183, I could not think of what I wanted to talk about for this episode, could not. It's been on my to-do list for two weeks now, Every single day I had this little thing, this little note that says episode 183, you can do it, do it, record it. This morning I just decided, okay, I'm gonna talk about focus over hustle. I wrote out a few notes and here we are finally recording it. But I had five other ideas before I came up with this one and I just kept postponing it and postponing it and postponing it because I just couldn't get clear on what I wanted to talk about. And for some reason this morning it came to me and I guess the only thing I would do differently in this case would just have been to commit myself to doing this earlier and putting away all distractions but I I allowed a lot of distractions to to get in the way of me recording this episode but I'm also very compassionate to myself because that's what I think it is but maybe it was just that I didn't have the right topic come to my mind yet because this topic came to me today and I feel this episode is going pretty well so maybe it's there's more to it than just me not having my boundaries set up and putting away all my distractions maybe it was just that the time wasn't right to record it yet right so I'm also very open to those I'm not gonna blame myself or or beat up myself or shame myself for not getting something done I allow that I allow space I allow room I want me to be me and I want to learn more about me in these processes so Know your end goal and feeling, end result. Know your metrics. Stay connected to your why. Work smarter, not harder. Setting up time, even if it means going to your Google Calendar or your planner, whatever you use, and putting out a block of time every Tuesday at 3 p.m. for one hour is your Setting up social media, if you have your own online business and you're wanting to learn how to work smarter for social media instead of using all this time during your day to post things and comment things and blah, 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 set up one block once a week where you set everything up in advance. Um, There is an app called HootSuite where you can do that. You can put posts up in advance and they'll go out for you. There's also one called Buffer. You can do that. If you want to put on a, a block of time every morning where you do 20 minutes of meditation, you can put that on your calendar. Work smarter and figure out where things are going to go in your life so that you don't have to leave that up to chance. Because that's when we can get really into the whole procrastination and distraction part. The, the uh, sub-bullet to that is boundaries, having boundaries. So having structure is a form of boundary. Uh, adopt consistency. So this month I have two big focuses of this month. So that instead of hustling, I have lots of little things I wanna do this month. One of them is like tax stuff. One of them is getting my oil change. Those are little things. So I allow myself to put little things like that on my goals, but my focus this month was do one Facebook Live every week. How simple is that? One Facebook Live every week. So every Thursday, like I mentioned at 2 p.m., I'm doing Facebook Lives in my group. My second focus is to build up that group. Build up my Facebook podcast tribe group. I want to create some really nice community there. So I'm adopting consistency with these two things. I've created this, uh, I've, I've created boundaries where I know I have this schedule, this structure every Thursday 2 p.m. Facebook live. And then my the consistency is just consistently posting in this group and keeping it lively and and testing it okay so this isn't like this is my life now i'm gonna be on facebook this facebook group all the time i'm testing it i'm testing the waters to see how it goes so i i am enjoying this and and so far it's working well and it's feeling well and my the the end goal feeling is that i want to seek some community formed in here and uh my metric is watching people interact with each other and see if there's more people gonna be added in there and they're gaining people are gaining things from these facebook lives so that's my December focus it's this Facebook group and then one of the things I'm doing with the Facebook group is to do these lives so I'm also working my live skills I'm, I'm more of a record the video and post it later kind of girl but now I'm getting out there on these lives because I think they're great tools and I'm just testing it out instead of having this this is me now it's just hey let's see how this goes it takes off the pressure the last thing I'll add is accountability When you are leaving a world of hustle and you are moving towards focus, accountability is key. Have someone in your life, whether it be a coach to keep you accountable, or it is a best friend or a partner in Shine, whoever it may be, I highly encourage you to write out your monthly goals And then pick maybe one that's your main focus for the month, your big overarching focus that you want to create consistency with and you want to work smarter with and tell your coach and have them keep you accountable or tell your best friend or your partner, whoever it may be, find someone to hold you accountable and do the same for them. Ask them, what can I hold you accountable for and trade that. And you pop in with each other every other day or every day and and just see how you're doing and ask ask questions. See what's what's the most challenging thing about this? How can I support you? So creating accountability is the last thing um when it comes to further education on this topic there is a book called essentialism that i highly recommend and you can get it on audible if you are a fan of audio books um, i'm going to read the description here so you can get a good idea of what essentialism is all about and see if you want to download it and here we go Have you ever found yourself stretched too thin? Do you simultaneously feel overworked and underutilized? Are you often busy but not productive? Do you feel like your time is constantly being hijacked by other people's agendas? If you answered yes to any of these, the way out is the way of essentialist. The way of essentialist isn't about getting more done in less time, it's about getting only the right things done. Bingo. It's not a time management strategy or a productivity technique and is a systematic discipline for discerning what is absolutely essential, then eliminating everything that is not so we can make the highest possible contribution towards the things that really matter. By forcing us to apply a more selective criteria for what is essential, the disciplined pursuit of less empowers us to reclaim control of our own choices about where to spend our precious time and energy instead of giving others the implicit permission to choose for us. Oh, so good. Essentialism is not one more thing. It's a whole new way of doing everything. It's about doing less but better in every area of our lives. Essentialism is a movement whose time has come. All right, so if you want to check that out, you can go to audibletrial.com slash mindbodymusings and get it for free. If you have not used Audible before, you get a 30-day free trial and a free book. So if this is really resonating with you, I highly recommend that you go to audibletrial.com slash mindbodymusings, get that for free, and let me know how you enjoy it. Let me know how you like it. I think it's going to be profoundly impactful in your life. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode. If, If you have any questions, you can go to the show notes for this episode 193 where we are talking all about focus over hustle and let's see I hope I see you at the Facebook live tomorrow if you have any questions come prepared just ask me whatever is on your minds and um uh, yeah that's all I have for today that's all the announcements I have thank you guys for listening as always you guys rock and I love you and I'll see you next week